for the community. Inspire Radio. Good morning, everybody. It is nine, nearly 9.30 here at Inspire Radio, and I'm really lucky this morning because I am catching up with Linda from LFB Counselling. Good morning, Linda. Good morning, Gabby. Good morning, everyone. Welcome into Inspire Radio. So tell us a little bit about what you do. Okay, so I'm based in the area, based in Rockingham, Warmborough, Port Kennedy and so on and so I offer counselling services and coaching services and I'm also doing some workshops for people as well so I cover a broad range of subjects but in the counselling side of things really what I'm there to do is to listen, to support, to walk with, to uh, be that presence really that hopefully is someone who's actively listening, who Mm. is not there to judge, not there to give my opinion or any of that. So really, in a nutshell, what I'm doing is um, making lots of observations, asking a number of questions and walking with people, a person, a couple through their own issues and challenges and making best sense of that for them. how did you get into that? Oh, gosh, uh, how long have you got? <laughs> oh, oh, just, you know, <laughs> like, I like a good story. <laughs> you know, I was just thinking this morning, probably all of my life, really, people yep. have talked to me. Yep. Um, so you're a good listener shared, then. Well, I'd like to think so, hopefully, mm. yeah. Um, they've shared with me often things that they've never shared with anyone else, even when I was quite young. And that's always stayed with me, I suppose, but I hadn't really registered that that's a gift in itself, that that's something yeah, that everybody has. So over the years, I've worked in all kinds of different settings, but probably the last 20 years or so, um, I was at a college for three years. It was a Bible college, uh, studying and living in community with people across different, oh, over 20 nationalities wow. and some families there as well. And then another couple of years at another college uh, where actually I was training to be an ordained minister. And so the last 16 years or so, I've been doing that in different ways as well, including serving in the UK Air Force as a chaplain. That's amazing. And in parishes. And so through all of those years, really decades, I've been around people with people, observing people, seeing what happens in people's lives, um, being someone that thankfully people feel they can talk to and share with and it doesn't Mm. go any further yeah um and being able to yeah hold that space if you like for someone so so there's a obviously there's a difference between listening and hearing so i think um they always say is someone actually listening to you are you just hearing what they're saying and so do you think that's where your forte is good is that you pick up on conversations with people where you're actually really listening to what they're saying as opposed to just hearing what they're saying yeah, it's a great question. Uh, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. And, and I know that I've, I've noticed over the decades and in myself as well, so there's always something for me to work on. Am I listening to really hear or am I listening 
just so I can get my response in. Yeah. And make my opinion known or whatever. So is it about that person? That seems to be, and that's the thing we've noticed a lot here on the radio is that um, it's very hard because we're always always set to a time limit, you know, as well. So we're sort of like, we don't want to be like, but, you know, it is you really paying attention to everything that what people are saying because what we don't think is important, it's very important to somebody else sometimes. So a lot of what we share in stories and that is really listening to people and I think um, you, if you really listen to people, you hear their heart. You hear a lot about who they are come out, um, and that must be. How do you, how do you carry that though? How do you go through life carrying those sort of feelings? Like um, I'm, I'm always think I'm a little bit empathic, so I always pick up on everyone's emotions. And um, the last thing I ever want to do is hurt anybody because I know if I hurt them, I'm hurting in return as well. You know. So how do you carry that when people come to you and they talk to you? Yeah, and, and empathy, again, that's something I'm still learning. And I think the last few years I've really begun to realise some of us are perhaps more empathic than others or we hold things more closely or mm. we feel things or sense things more closely. And it, and that's an ongoing learning curve for me as well to realise that we're not all built the same. No. So maybe you and I, it sounds like, would potentially hold issues and sadnesses and so on more yeah. than perhaps some others would and there's no right or wrong but it's also then yes like you're asking what do we do with that and for me um, some of that as a person of faith is prayer and meditation yep. um, I love the ocean and being outside yes. I love water I love things like what what is called grounding or earthing and mm. you know taking shoes off and feeling oh the sand gosh. or the grass my co-host Ria would absolutely love you she's <laughs> very much about that she does a lot of tarot reading as well and she and she believes in the you know I'm I'm also a bit of a greenie as well so I believe that you know the earth supplies for us what we need there's only so much that we can take as well so we've always got to sort of but you know um I had someone actually in a few months ago back um from Green Space Alliance and she was talking about how green spaces actually affect our moods and it affects our eyesight and everything and that's why they reckon when you're feeling very deflated or something there is actually a biological reason behind going out and going for a walk and going hiking and being in in green spaces because it does affect your your mental well-being oh completely yeah so for me that sort of thing and there's a lot of research around things like cycling if you're able to just get on a bike and cycle that the the effects of that on our bodies and how that helps our well-being and sense of well-being is, is one of the best ones too. But that, yeah, connecting with the fact that we have nature all around us mm. and even from a, I don't pretend to know much about this, but negative and positive ions um, and what that does in yeah. terms of our body and how that moves through. And um, and, and we're built where we're we're able to to move as well so moving yeah. and being for me a sense of being part of something much bigger as well and deep breathing I don't know you know we all breathe hopefully it's kind of you know, <laughs> fairly essential yeah but it's amazing when I talk with people about breathing and they mm. look at me as if to say hey, hello I'm doing that yes we are but often we don't breathe from the diaphragm we don't breathe deeply we I, don't yeah. slow things down and yep. actually simple breathing techniques and even as I'm talking to you now I'm sitting up you probably yeah. can see that you can't listen to, you can't see that but yeah. um because actually we're we're, we're we're body mind and spirit all of those things work together so that's something I do as well with clients is since coming back to the empathy side mm. as well where where might you be feeling 
at things at the moment? Where might you be holding tension? Um, and so I need to do that for mm. myself too, coming again back to how do we maybe hold those things of um, other people's sadnesses and challenges. Yeah. And that can build up over time if any of us is not careful into what's called vicarious trauma or f- compassion fatigue, depending mm. on what we're dealing with. So safeguarding self it is really important too. So taking that time out to to obviously protect ourselves as well. And and I know as someone who um who suffers from anxiety, I've never denied it's something I carry with me. Um, that I I have to stop and I have to breathe because if I don't, I end up being like, <laughs> you know, like I just yes. can't relax. Um, and. Yeah, it's breathing is very, very important to get that oxygen and get it to the brain and just get your body just to relax and to, to sort of bring you back into the moment as well. That's right, yeah, that focus of, okay, and, and a moment to stop and think, okay, what's happening mm. here now? Where am I experiencing whatever it is, if it's anxiety or whatever that might be there? So being... Because often we're rushing and we're so, that, yep. you know, there's so much going on in our minds and different things that we're maybe less used to stopping and filtering perhaps, okay. Mm. So even just the other day I was um, over in Frio and something happened and I, I reacted quite strongly. Mm. And afterwards I always try to self-check as to, okay, why... Why did that happen? What mm. was going on there? That was out of character. So what is that telling me about what I need to do? Not about the other person or a situation. Mm. What I try to do is reflect it back of what is happening, what is changing for me in that. Mm. And that's something I would do with clients. Like self-awareness, well. isn't it? Like yeah. asking yourself, why am yeah. I doing what I'm yeah. doing? And and it, and in that, where, where is that part of a self-check for me yep. to see if I'm potentially going down a path mm. that isn't going to be helpful to me or anyone else? And that's, then what do you do about that? <laughs> that's something we all have to sort of, we all take a step back sometimes. We have to realise as well is that are we reacting over, are we overreacting in some sense? I'm going to go to a song, guys, and I'm going to be back in a minute. But first, don't forget the the songs I am playing are part of the What's the Link. So here comes another one. When we get back, I'll talk to Linda a little bit more about, um, about I think, the impact that technology also has on our mental wellness. So I'll be back in a minute. But first, here we go. Here's another one. Good morning, everybody. It's 20 to 10 here at Inspire Radio. And I am blessed once again this week because I have an interview with the lovely Linda from LFB Counseling, who is just very inspiring, who's sharing some good tips and advice with me today. And Ria, I know that you would absolutely love this interview. And I hope you're listening right now, girl. Um, <laughs> uh, Linda may be joining the Inspire Radio family next year and hopefully we'll be able to get her on to do a show. So if you've got any questions you'd like to speak to her about, I hope you like sit tight because that's something that might be in the works coming up. But Linda, something I wanted to talk to you a little bit about was technology. Mm. So how does it affect people's mental well-being and what are you finding with with people who are approaching you at the Mm. moment? Yeah, gosh, I mean, we've had a year like no other, obviously, Mm. and I I know and can see that technology has been a complete lifesaver for mm. many people and there are some amazingly fantastic aspects around that. Um, you know, more sites and platforms and I can begin to mention. Uh, so it's, it's holding all of that that, yes, technology is awesome and we have more choice than ever in our mm. history 
Um, and within that, I think, comes one of the other challenges of mentioning the word choice, that sometimes perhaps we can feel a bit overwhelmed about all of those choices. Yep. So even for myself, setting up business uh, in private practice this last year and being encouraged to use Facebook and Insta and many other areas that I I really celebrate and recognize but also often shy away from so even my business Facebook page and my personal one have been very quiet recently and that's partly because I step back and take stock and think okay what am I doing and why and who is that for and unless I know who it is that I'm reaching out to I feel less inclined to say anything Mm. um and I, and I, because of working with clients, what comes through time and time again, and this is people of different ages, and I'm just going to use Facebook as an example, yeah. Um, but often people look at the snapshots of someone else's life. Yeah, they don't know. And the they imagine, real. sorry, mm. they imagine that they're having the best time on the planet, mm. and actually, often there's a, you know, it's edited highlights, and sometimes even very set and structured. Um, so it looks spontaneous and wonderful, but it might have taken three hours even to produce. So it's how to help people see that what they're gl- glimpsing of other people's lives isn't necessarily true, but also if we use the energy we have to work on our own lives and mm. the lives of those around us, where we have got choice and where we can do things. Mm. So, do you think that people just they put this persona up that well life is wonderful? See, I've I've seen two extremes of, on yes, Facebook. I've either seen someone who just can only ever talk about the most wonderful things in their life and how wonderful and how lucky they are and how everything is perfect. And you know, in a way, even marriages and things, you see mm. people who are like, "Oh, I love my husband. He's so amazing," mm. and oh, "I love my wife." And yeah. and then you hear a couple of months later they've split up. And you think I don't yeah. understand because you you look so happy on Facebook, yeah. you know. But then you'll see the other extreme of people who will get on there and they'll use Facebook as like a venting system and they'll get on there and they'll basically just air their dirty laundry and it will just be you can actually get a glimpse of somebody sometimes through what they share on Facebook Mm. and it's um, I know I watched a documentary recently it was on Netflix and it was um, about the social media modules and how like they how they work out how to get people hooked in Mm. and how one click they register it and it leads yeah. to this click and they know what you're trending, they know what you're following. And um, so it's interesting to see how we get wrapped into this, into this world because Facebook is a world of its own. And um, I, I mean, I'm guilty of it. I use Facebook and but I'm also, I'm also aware that my daughters want to use it and I'm like, no, <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I think excuse me ongoing education about what the realities are around Mm. any platform um, and how we can present the best or the worst depending on what's going on we can use it to communicate selectively Mm. and again what I would always be doing if I was with someone individually is okay well what does this mean for them yeah so so i again because people share with me things that they might not share with any other whether it's in a counseling space or elsewhere i can sometimes see you know what's on someone's facebook feed that doesn't match up with their lived experience Mm. and so to me it's always about okay so what is the need to present this yeah and therefore what's going on underneath so what are they missing 
Mm. And, and what is, you know, what is the fear beneath all of that too about presenting life as it really is or actually just drawing back from having to present a life because we can also become somewhat addicted to presenting life in a certain yeah. way. And so if that then draws us down a route that it's it's actually, if you like, telling a lie but wanting it to be true perhaps. Mm. And so again, I what's think happening there? Yeah, like when we, we're fishing for likes, yeah. you know, the old fishing for likes thing because it affects our, pers- it affects our self-esteem mm. if we mm. don't get so many likes. You know, like why don't people like my post? Why don't people like this? Why don't, you know, mm. we start to think what is the problem me? And um, also there's a lot of reactiveness, I'm guessing, yeah. on Facebook. I've yeah. seen a lot of people get on there and they can get very quite, quite nasty and they use it as a form to, to dispute, you know, yeah. and, and argue with people. And um, that in itself is a worry because you can see some of the most despicable things get said, you know. Yeah. And you think to yourself, would you say that in person? Would you have said that in person to that person's Absolutely. face? Or is yeah. it because you've got that ability to hide behind something and where is that coming from? Yes. Uh, you're right, that's the huge aspect, I think, of that remote um, opinion making that wouldn't stand up face-to-face or somebody wouldn't share. But also behind all of that to me is an area that I think we've got, as a society, got a lot of work to do in, and that's effective communication. Mm. Um, and also how do we project our own feelings, vulnerabilities onto someone else to try and make... Mm me feel better by having a go at you and I can see that happening often and again for me it's okay what's going Mm. on underneath what is what is behind that need to belittle someone else to try and make myself feel better because there are reasons it doesn't just happen so I think also helping people think about what does assertiveness mean as opposed to aggression how might we communicate assertively very different thing and how might we reflect experience based on my own sense of what that means rather than you've done that, you've done that, mm. you've done that, which I also come across a lot. And it's and there's this fear now. <laughs> the most it seems like the biggest thing to be these days is the one you don't want to be is you don't want to be a Karen. Everybody, <laughs> you know, like and where did this thing come from all of a sudden? Because somebody had an opinion or they had a view mm. or they were just a different person mm. together, suddenly they were a, a Karen. And um there's always that fear now. Like I don't want to say anything. I don't want to complain. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to be like, oh, this shouldn't be happening. I don't want to have that freedom of speech because if I do, I might get labelled a Karen. And mm. I wonder how that affects on people's personalities. You know, um, I've seen some pretty big ones. Actually, there's one actually I wanted to bring up with you was um, we. I'm, I'm part of a group called Christmas Mums Australia mm-hmm. and there was a post put up yesterday of this woman in the UK and she'd had um, she'd bought – uh, this this pile of Christmas presents was bigger than the tree and she'd bought all these presents for her three kids and there was mixed mixed reaction over it because some people were saying, well, it's her money, she can do what she wants to do. Mm-hmm. Other people saying, no, that's just showboating. There's people in the world who, who are starving. There are people in the world who go without. How is that fair? Um, and it sets that division online then because then you're frightened to say no matter what you say you know like Mm. I thought well look I think it's a little bit ridiculous but at the same time this woman also owns a business like once you read in the actual story of this lady she Mm -hmm. owns a business she starts in January she's got three kids she likes to spoil them and um people people are sort of mixed minded on other people just think it's just ridiculous so my thing is is that do you feel that people 
then are set for like it's like it's like you, you're ready for battle in that sort of sense. When you put something like that up on Facebook and you're like, look at me, look at me, look at me, look what I've got and look how many presents I've got, do you think that's a showboating? Oh, gosh, I think that's a, a huge question mm. actually because there's a whole area of, you know, communication that used mm. to happen in, in very limited ways. So now this lady can put something up in England mm. or UK and over across the side of the world, we're able to see that and make value judgments yeah. or opinions um, and share those if that's allowed, you know, if that's open to that on the post. So where does so that underroot problem what, come from then? Her probably, her underroot problem, why would, I mean, suppose what people are saying is why would you share something like that in the first place? Like why would you share an image like that? What was she hoping to gain out of that? Mm. Was that like a envious thing for her family? Was that an, uh, was that just like, a, was it a show? But, you know, and, and that's, that's the problem mm. with social media. We don't we don't know what her underlying uh, reasonings for that would mm. be. We don't know what people's underlying reasonings are for commenting. Yeah, um, and I think one of the things that is important to remember as well is that we all have an opinion, but what we do with that opinion doesn't just affect us; it affects the people yeah. around us. So, whilst uh, again we we have opportunities to share our opinions in ways that. 20 years ago didn't exist mm. um, but what are we doing what where is my responsibility in posting an opinion on someone and else's not letting face? you affect you, you, you uh, or that other person mm. um, and some might say well we don't have a responsibility but actually I would be suggesting as human beings one to another we have a responsibility toward one another mm. and how we communicate is part of that responsibility so I'm very passionate about helping people and ongoing for myself for a lifelong journey of what do I say what does what does my word or you know how I say something how I react even my body language is huge Mm. we gain so much from body language so where is my responsibility in all of that towards another Mm. let alone their responsibility towards me and I think we're a long way from understanding that yeah. uh, across, not just across like the desk as we are now, mm. but across the oceans and mm. in that sense of what's going on for me whilst I respond to you without knowing what's going on for you when yeah. you post what you have. That's and it. you're assuming perhaps an awful lot or not even choosing to think about that. I know. that's It is. It's You, do, you don't know. Mm. You don't know. I think my my suggestion to anyone is if in doubt don't just don't i agree don't keep it to yourself have your own opinion yeah you know but but do we need to share that with potentially millions of other people particularly if it's not helpful or based on fact i agree yep absolutely so you have a facebook page lfb counseling (laughs) well having said everything about facebook it's a little bit out of date so this is going to inspire me (laughs) (laughs) to go and put something on and and of course if it's something that is going to be helpful for people Mm. that will give me the impetus and the uh, inspiration to go back and begin using that again um, because for me, it's a little bit about, well, who who's that for and yeah. why? And if I know what's happening there, then I'm more than happy to do that. 
as a response so, so it's a little bit dormant at the moment <laughs> by my choice but if, if our <laughs> listeners do want to get in touch with you and they want to contact you and have a chat sure. with you what would be the best way of getting in hold of you yeah i guess at the lfb counseling page yep. or um i apologize for my name but i can't do much about that or uh, <laughs> googling linda fluka barker um, fluka barker oh, wow no, it's well, double barreled but yeah and and you know i've got a website page as well yep. so probably just have a have a look on on google and find out what works and get in touch well you've got and a very calming voice so i know that if there's oh. anyone out there right now who's <laughs> who looks like they just want to have a chat with somebody they just need to sit down and, and just have a chat i think linda's probably one of the best people you can get a hold of no. um I will, hopefully we can sorry to, hopefully we can do that through this yes absolutely well. so yeah. we're, we're hoping that we can get uh, linda in to do a show on inspire radio hopefully that will commence excuse me <clears throat> next year <laughs> it's weather it's ongoing oh. um but hopefully that will commence early next year so if you guys have got any questions for linda and that make sure you're looking out for her show um we're going to work out the ins and outs of that we're really excited i think that's something that this community needs and i think that you're going to be like just just it's just going to be very good for for everyone to have mm. that and i think a lot of people out there right now really need it mm, so between wanting and needing it definitely need it yeah. so um i want to thank you for coming in this morning well, i hope you've enjoyed it are you ready to come back on the radio i am and thank you for having me Gabby. No, absolutely and if you're not doing anything today listen out and tell me if you can find out the link between my songs uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys i'm going to go to a song i'll be back soon so make sure what's the link in is on at the moment. If you can figure out the link between the songs, send me through an email live at inspireradio.org.au and you will be off to United Cinemas to see a movie this school holidays, you and a friend. But first, here comes the next song. Thank you, Linda. Thank you. Bye, all. For the community, Inspire Radio.